When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. I'm going to get to your mailbag questions, everybody, with a little bit of everything. And we're going to just kind of throw a curveball out here. RSJ221 says, would you rather have Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson at wide receiver and why? Hmm. <clears throat> this is a flavor question to me. I think they're around the same level. They're both amazing wide receivers. I think that you have your top, I'll say six wide receivers, and they're all probably around the same level. Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, and Jamar Chase. Those guys are a cut above everybody else. Uh, I, I love the – I think I still – I think I go Chase – but it's nothing wrong with picking Jefferson. Like if you want to pick Jefferson, Jefferson's a better route runner, better technician. He's a little bit more slippery, not uh, slippery, I guess, but more um, he's just, he moves different, which is just weird to say, but like, he's just so long and weird moving that it helps on all these route running and stuff that he does. So, and he could do a lot of the stuff Chase does too, with all the contested catches and he's a better, he's better consistent blocker too. Then you look at Chase, you're like, better deep threat, you know, better yards after catch guy. I like that, but maybe that's just the comfort of familiarity. But I think that is what's best for this team. I and Justin Jefferson um, is really fun to watch. I, I enjoyed watching him this past week with Minnesota's comeback versus the Colts. Um, I would go Jamar Chase. And, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Jamar Chase had the better year with Joe Burrow in the 2019 season, or was it pretty like 50-50? You just keep talking and I will figure this out. I, I I like his personality too. I think he's been really fun to watch. And just in the locker room, he's really honest. He was asked in the locker room the other day about uh, playing the Patriots, paraphrasing just a tiny bit here, but just kind of asked how, you know, the Patriots can can stop them or how they'll be able to stop them. He's like, that's not my job. That's their job to figure out. And I just love how honest he is in those interviews. I think he when he throws Joe Burrow under the bus a little bit when they're joking out there, when they're mic'd up, um, it's kind of really fun to see the connection between the two. Not that they don't have it with Justin Jefferson. I just don't see it because I, I see Jamar Chase and, and Joe Burrow connection. So I would go Jamar Chase. But again, I'm being a little biased because Jamar Chase is currently on this roster. In you- my opinion, Jamar Chase had the better year statistically because he had almost 1,800 yards to 1,540 for Jefferson. And he had 20 touchdowns to 18 for Jefferson. Jefferson had him on catches, but um, I think yards and touchdown a little bit more important. Yeah. And like you said, I feel like it's a win-win situation if you had the other, but I'm just, I'm just happy that they have T Higgins. They have Tyler Boyd, they have Jamar Chase, and um, that all works for me. There is a lot of people on social media. I'm going to bring this up before I get to the next question. They have these Photoshopped wide receiver pictures of T Higgins. And and a Bears Chicago Bears. I saw that one. Yeah. I'm not a fan of these teams wishing about this new TV deal. Maybe the salary cap's going to go way, 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 way oh. up. 
Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Google slash YouTube bought Sunday Ticket for $2 billion per year. So Sound cap's got to go up, right? <laughs> I feel like it's good news for every team out there. And I know how people feel. A lot of people are worried about how Cincinnati is going to pay for all their weapons and their, their toys. Uh, they're going to figure it out. I truly believe that. And they pay wide receivers. They pay quarterbacks. And if they can find a way to keep T. Higgins here, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow, they are going to do that. I'm not, I'm not saying goodbye to him yet. I still think, and we shouldn't. He has a whole other season next year with them. Um, yeah, and I don't think they the, the the whole trade him is like fantasy land talk to me. They're not doing that. They're going to keep the window open as wide as they can for as long as they can. So even if they don't plan to have T. Higgins in there for the long term future, he probably gets a tag, and then they probably just let him. I would think just let him walk because they're just going to try to run that into the ground like they and this is still smart. Like, yeah, you didn't get your first round pick back. You'll get a third and you kept the window open. Like that's more important than a first round pick. I know the draft people go crazy for these first yeah. round picks, but you could draft it and it has nothing to scouting plays a big part, but there is just something with like what happens with the chemical makeup of these players and how much, you know, they put in outside. There's a whole bunch of outside factors that go into this too. John Ross, not a terrible prospect, ended up being a bust. So like, yeah, you got to trade T Higgins for John Rod. I don't know. I get that you get a guy for cheap. You get all this other stuff. I don't know. I think that first round picks get a little bit overrated. I would not trade T Higgins for a first round pick. I would rather try to go for that Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is more important than saving money and trying to find a wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, 100%. I need people to stop with the photoshops. I don't like it. I'm starting to um What's, what's even the percent chance you find a guy as good as T Higgins with a first round pick? Like my favorite thing about that pick, my favorite thing about it is I didn't see it coming. I truly didn't well, see I didn't it coming. I, th I just figured offensive line. And they go T Higgins and everyone was like, Oh my gosh, that's a great pick. Hold on, no, what everybody said was, Why wasn't it Denzel Mims? <laughs> How'd that right. one go? How'd we that should, one go? You know All the I'm guys who want to trade these for first round pick, and they'd be drafted Denzel Mims with that pick. I hate to be this person, but I do it all the time on social media. It's good with my coffee. I go back and like search old like things and I know people had a problem with like a couple years ago. And then I find like a list of all of it and I retweet it and just kind of like, oh, you guys remember all this stuff? Um, so I'm going to do the Denzel one and just see T Higgins, put him and T Higgins in the same sentence to see what people were saying back in 2020. Because I love that. I love to hear all the people getting mad at the front office for what they're doing. You could say the same thing about Trey Hendrickson. Everybody was so mad about that signing. Like, uh, that's what I, I thought Lawson should have been the guy, but Sorry. Bengals are right, not me. Whatever. What do I care? What do I care about being right? You know, like it's what I love it the Bengals are but I right love it. It's I'm fun wrong. to watch. It's fun to watch because people just stay on it. Even in the offseason, the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna miss the playoffs. Like that's my um that's fair. what's gonna happen. And now they have a 99.9 .9. such a galaxy brain take. If you go, oh my god, we've answered like one question. I know, I know we need to stop. <laughs> Sorry. We need to, I'm going to have a buzzer. The galaxy brain YouTube take of, oh, the Bengals will be better, but they'll miss the playoffs, guys. Yeah. The Chargers will go 14 and three, though. <laughs> Super Bowl hangover. No, sorry. It's not there yet. Uh, and right now the Jags are winning as we're recording this. So the Bengals are, are almost officially in I the I hope play. that's a Trevor Lawrence touchdown. I'm sorry. They did score a touchdown. 
They did score a touchdown. Oh, it was a Trevor Lawrence rushing touchdown. All right. Ooh, is I'm that bonus? Because I don't play fantasy oh, football. Yeah. So, yeah, most uh, – well, not most, but at least half the leagues are four points for a passing touchdown, six points for a rushing touchdown. So, I got two extra. I got that fumble <laughs> negative two off the board. I'm up to ten with him. Disclaimer in this, um, again, if the Jaguars win, Cincinnati's already in, and they're only just going to help themselves when it comes to seeding, and they're one step closer to taking the division if they get a win against the Patriots. We're moving on. We're moving Let's on. Let's try to, like – lightning these questions we are lightning apologizing round, lightning for round. other people sorry guys we tell you to send us questions and then we ask we only go to one parker blake friend of the program says favorite christmas Hopefully. tradition what do the Bengals need to do to beat new england we're going to answer that in the third segment how much of a factor is cold weather going to be will this game be more of a run heavy game okay uh favorite christmas tradition uh <sighs> I mean, my uh, mom and brother and I always get Chinese food on Christmas. Oh, I love that. I feel like I kind of just like going and looking at Christmas lights with my family. I'm currently in the middle of a ice tundra, not to get off topic, that's going to happen in Cincinnati. So, um, you know, I'm glad the Bengals aren't playing here. When it comes to the cold weather, it's going to be 14 degrees at Foxborough. I think it's going to be more of a run-heavy game. I feel like they can run the ball maybe against New England's defense. I want your thoughts on it. Uh, New England's defense is full of butt kickers, and it will be hard to run the ball. <laughs> so you're telling me there's no chance. The opportunities there, though, I, they could. Like I, I, they, they like to play light in the box, but they just have guys that just dominate up front, and Christian Barmore, and even their linebackers, just maniacs that like to go head first in the blocks. Uh, but I actually, I think they pass. I don't think the cold weather is going to affect them as much as like a high winds or precipitation game was. So I think they'll just be themselves. They'll pass the ball. They'll try to move the ball that way. And I think the way you beat the New England defense, which we can get into a little bit more in the next segment is. Yep, we're moving on. Buzz, <laughs> we're moving on. Scott says, if we if they were to save money next year, would you rather cut Joe Mixon or Tyler Boyd? Um, Mixon's probably more replaceable. Yeah, I don't want Tyler Boyd to go. And and no no Joe Mixon either. Um, uh, but you're gonna have to make decisions. And I feel like we are going to have those hard decisions, not when it comes to just extending the players, but some of the guys you have on the roster to save money. But I agree with you. I think that would be the easier decision. Again, I like Joe Mixon. This is nothing against Joe Mixon. We are going to move on to Johnny Bengal. He says Bengal's more likely to draft a right tackle or left tackle of the future. I am going to say right now, this is the last time we're going to answer anything when it comes to draft talk right now. Go. The guy, Jared, who asks every week, is it draft time yet? Didn't ask this week. Um, my gut feeling is right tackle. But I think this is about 50-50. So people need to know that Jonah Williams is going to be here next year. Yeah, that's um, that's why I'm right tackle. If they go left tackle, he's probably going to sit here. Like they they're not going to draft a guy left tackle, bench Williams. Like I think some people want, or to move him to guard. They have their guards. <laughs> move him to right tackle. I don't think he wants to switch sides. So I'm actually talking myself much more into if they're drafting it this year, it's going to be right tackle. I agree uh, with Lyle. I know we've talked a little bit about his back injury. Maybe he's not fully healthy, but it's not looking too awesome. And if you have other parts on your offensive line that's been pretty solid, 
you got to fix your weak part. So I would think, and that's more of the future. Again, he could sit behind Lyle next year and just be another swing tackle added piece. Um, and then maybe just some flexibility on the offensive line until he's ready to start. Again, Hakeem Adenogy is another one I want to look for in the future because I still feel like he's going to be a part of this offensive line at some point too. Bill says, do you think Kansas City will slip after seeing their last two outings? They have the Seahawks and they have the Raiders coming up. No. Well, I do. Okay. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna play close to the Raiders. I don't know if they'll lose that game. I know that's really wild and insane to think about because I do want to say that's at Arrowhead, but um, but yeah, that's what I'm rolling with. I think there's gonna be still some close games for them. I know they're first in a lot of categories, and everybody's like Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City. Uh, still not buying them. I think they're not as good as they were last year. Obviously, Tyreek Hill's not out there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still insane and he's really good. Their defense has a lot of leaks in it. And I think one game, I think there's a possibility they drop one. Possibility, yeah. If I was betting one way or the other, I'd just uh, – I'll roll with Andy and Mahomes and figure that a good head coach-quarterback combination is going to do enough to beat the Raiders and Seahawks and I think Broncos. Broncos defense. Broncos defense. You never know. Let's ride. Let's ride. Maybe some pick sixes. Let's see. Jeff says, and I'm going to go back a little bit to the Tampa game. I, I brought up Hakeem Adenogy. I did not see this. I didn't see it mentioned during the Tampa game. Was there an explanation on the Hakeem penalty? Did he forget to report as eligible? Do you um, remember that? I don't remember this, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember this. I'm going to ask Mike. <laughs> I'm going to the full play-by-play. We're going to find Adenogy. What was the penalty? Illegal formation. I actually think if I had to guess, and I have been wrong in my life, they call that when the tackle's not covered up. That could be a wide receiver issue. He wasn't on the ball. So Adenji wouldn't be covered up, but I honestly don't know. Maybe he didn't report him as eligible. No idea. I, I don't remember anybody talking about this, and this wasn't just flown by me during the game, just in one year out the other can't believe that you even went back to watch the tape and you didn't know uh, i'm just joking couldn't um, see I, I i whenever i see those plays where a flag comes out before the like, play fast forward <laughs> yeah i don't watch i don't i don't watch anything i just skip past it oh they lost five yards <laughs> moving on i'm just used to it now uh swin underscore since he says who is your guys's favorite matchup for wild card weekend so if the Bengals are playing wild card weekend who would you want to play if you could choose right now uh Either the Ravens or the Jets. I I agree with you. The only thing that terrifies me a little bit, and I joked with Jay Morrison because he talked about it on their podcast here, that podcast growling. He's like, do you really want to face an opponent in regular season and then see them in the wild card weekend? I think this is a little bit different from that Jets game in 2009 that I'm scarred for life on. That was absolutely brutal. brutal. They lost 37 to brutal. nothing in 2000. Brutal. I just made up that word. They lost 37 to nothing against the Jets the game got flexed and then we're like oh they won't lose the next week in the wild card game to the Jets they just got beat by them and then they lost and it just it was closer but it's just brutal to play a team uh two times in a week I'm gonna do a little wild card action here I think it would be the Miami Dolphins for me I truly think they could stop them again I, I think so too but really I'm looking at the Ravens are so beat up that I feel like it's fine to face them and Lamar might not even play. Who knows? But the real one, I guess I'd say Jets because I just want to face the worst quarterback. That's <laughs> like Lou, Lou Anarumo, 
with a week to, you know, like doing his game plan, weekly preparation, playoff stuff against either Mike White or Zach Wilson sounds perfectly fine to me. And you're playing at home and this team just plays really great at home. So that's, that's the big deal about this one and two seed thing. And even just wild card weekend, you you get the one, two, three, obviously or four, depending on what you get for the division title, what you fall in the seedings. That's why this is so extremely important. Cause if you beat the Patriots, you got Monday night football coming up. You pretty much can control your destiny to that two seed. If Kansas city does not drop one, cause I feel good about the Ravens finale. That's insane to think about. That's why this game coming up this Saturday is absolutely huge. Cause then all focus is on Monday night football and there is a chance. And I'm doing the math in my head. If you win against the Patriots and the Ravens drop one this weekend, you beat the bills. You're putting on the t-shirts and the hats. Yes. Um, they're what one game up. Mm-hmm. If they get to two games up in going into the next uh, final week, then they clinch because Obviously, Ravens can't catch up. If they are only one game up going into that game, they got to win it because the Ravens beat them earlier in the year. So. That would be absolutely huge if you go on a two-game win streak and the Ravens drop one this weekend um, for that Monday night football game. Just really exciting football coming up. Really pumped about a Saturday game, 1 p.m., a little Christmas Eve action. And uh, we'll have more when it comes to the prediction on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.